0: So welcome everybody to Parents vs Gaming. This is episode 11. It is May 27th. We're here to talk about E3, but before we do that, I want to introduce everybody. Right in the middle is the always Miss Beautiful Jordan, Miss Alexis Jordan 98. Jordan, how are you?
1: Good. I'm, I'm doing well. I am... Um, uh, sorry. Gosh, that's why you asked me if I was ready, because I'm just a mess. Um, Monday was my last day, for anyone who doesn't know. So, starting today... Um, you'll be seeing me pretty much like eight, every day, like eight hours a day. Yeah.
0: <laughs> today's stream was great. It was a tutorial for Jason.
1: For real, it was a shorter <laughs> stream because I started late, mm-hmm. as always. Um, but yeah, no, we uh, we went over at Valorant, some SOVA lineups. People were impressed with me. I'm still kind of new, but yeah. I, I was I was
0: impressed with some of your shots today. You were crushing people with that pistol you had earlier.
1: Thank you. See. <laughs>
0: All right. And all the way on the end, a new face. That's not Jay. His son is actually in a championship football game tonight, and he didn't know until last minute. So we had a last-second fill-in. Chris Fellows, Crash 1869. Chris, how are you doing?
2: Doing good, James. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, no, we're pretty excited. I know we're going to talk about E3 tonight. Uh, Before we get into that, uh, kind of introduce yourself a little bit. I know some people that do follow my channel know you as the person that makes me do 150 plus ab crunches every night, um, mainly because I'm in your wedding in less than a month, but also just because you're a a mean person. So you find it funny.
2: I do find it funny. And (laughs) if you look in the chat in a second, you'll see
0: I still find it funny. And I (laughs) I will redeem those crunches after this episode.
1: Actually, I actually think that we should all have to do those together.
2: <laughs> I mean, I already worked out today, but I can still do 150 more if I really yeah. needed to. Um, but yeah, no, i uh getting married in three weeks now. James will be there. Um, I've been playing video games since I was three years old when I got my NES in 1988. Um and basically have owned every system except the PS4 and PS5.
0: You are only four years younger than me, and the amount of old man jokes you give me, I've just realized are very uncalled for.
2: Uh, look at your receding hairline compared to my
0: full head of hair. I mean, it also doesn't look like someone put a bowl on top of my head and just cut off the edge, but, you know, to each their own. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we are here to talk about E3. I know Jordan is someone that is very selective in her games. She'll, she is going to be very opinionated on what she thinks is exciting and important. But uh, Crash, you're big into someone. You, I know you go to a PAX East as many opportunities as you get when it is non-COVID era. Uh, you've been to quite a few. But what we want to do tonight is not only give our predictions and, and be super excited about 3 E3 like a lot of people are. But also explain, I know this podcast is geared towards a lot of people that have kids, or they're gaming, or they don't really understand, and we want to at least kind of break down what E3 is, especially for someone that doesn't know. So I know it's easy to talk about for people in industry, we can all go on YouTube and watch 200 podcasts a day on gaming, whether it's Xbox, PlayStation, PC, something based on Epic Games, whatever you want to do, and they're all excited about E3 for different reasons and especially since these press conferences we're going to be talking about are not on you know they're not on ABC right they're not on a regular cable channel you're going to have to go to YouTube or go to Twitch and watch these and they're very accessible but what would be the reason for a parent wanting to to watch this with their kid and why it can be fun to watch it with them as well so crash i'm going to i'm going to kick it over to you if you uh, just kind of want to break down what E3 is uh, to the very bare bones and give us an explanation.
2: Yeah, no, I can definitely do that. Uh, it's funny you mentioned PAX East because I'm looking at my PAX uh, patches that I get every year I go. And in February 2020, two weeks before everything shut down, I was at PAX East. Um, Basically, it was the last thing I did before the world went crazy. Um, but... What E3 is, is it's the Electronic Entertainment Expo. It's become a gaming convention. It didn't start out as that. It started out as a hardware convention. All the computer and software companies would come together to show what their plans were for the next year. Um, As Microsoft, they kind of kicked this off into turning it into a video game convention when they started with the Xbox. That brought in Nintendo. That brought in Sony. All these things. Um, and it started turning into this bigger game event than entertainment hardware event, which it still is. Um, but the big thing with it is between E3 and um, what is it, CES in Chicago, there are the two big conferences every year where the video game c- industry comes together to release this is what we're excited about for the rest of this year. This is what's coming out early next year. And it's all a matter of getting people behind what they're trying to release to get the excitement up to get the promotion out to you know this is what made cyberpunk as big as it was was their presentation at e3 what was it seven years ago almost now when no man's sky so that's what it is it's a way to get the hype behind these games to get the ball really rolling so that when we're 30 days out there's already this craze to get this game like the second e3 ends you can usually go to gamestop and pre-order every game you want
0: yeah correct and and another thing is is i mean essentially these this is a big it's just a big convention it's a conference it's almost like a, a trade show in a sense and as you kind of mentioned this used to be only people in the industry right a lot of uh just the news outlets and the media and the great thing about e3 is yes a, a a website like IGN, GameSpot, uh, Game Informer; these things cover video games year-round, correct? But E3 was when you saw all of a sudden NBC News, CNN; these random news sites all of a sudden had coverage. So it was a broader audience. But what it was maybe a year or two before COVID, they finally opened up E3 to the public. Uh, I'm not sure the exact date on that, Chris, but that's that's um was something that they made a little bit more accessible which kind of made it more difficult but for someone just watching it for the first time now if you're watching it with your kids or your significant other and and they're excited this is something in the future that you could actually go and and see in person
2: yeah no 100 percent. used to be industry only i mean the craziest stories or if you look back at Sega CD was born at E3 with a conversation between Sony and Sega. Um, A back back backroom chat between those two companies is what led to Sony pivoting from teaming with Nintendo to work with uh, Sega. Um, But now it's more, you know, it's a great thing for parents to watch with their kids because if your kid is excited about games you can get excited with them to kind of watch these trailers that are released to see like what's on the landscape what's on the uh, the roadmap for all these companies what they're releasing
0: now jordan someone i know that you're not as excited as as people like uh chris and i but for somebody you you do game you are streaming When someone starts talking about E3, does it resonate with you at all? Is there anything that you do get excited about or why you would at least pay attention to it from the outside?
1: My problem with conventions like these is that it builds up a lot of hype, like you guys said, which obviously is the point for the company. But um, I've just seen, personally, even for my fiance and his best friend, they get so excited. (laughs) And they spend money pre-ordering these games. And then it ends up under delivery. They convinced me to buy Cyberpunk when it first came out. I wasn't really interested. Like, I was interested in the game, but I was just going to wait a while. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, it's going to be so good for your stream. Yada, yada, yada. Everyone bought all of this money towards it. And it's a good game. But, one, it... I mean, I guess it is a game that I would kind of play. But I probably wouldn't have picked it up for a couple of years. But because of all of this hype around it and stuff... I end up spending money on it that I didn't need to. Um, and then I haven't played it. I, I played like an hour of it and that was about it just because of all the issues. I'm not saying every single game is like that. Um, and, you know, Returnal was still hyped up mm. and, and I still got that. But um, yeah, I just, that's why I don't really pay attention. Cause I'm just like, I'll hear from reviews from real people if I like something and I don't mind being late to the party.
0: And you know, that's not even, and, and I'm sure Chris, you'll agree with this. Her take on this is, Someone that feels like they're recently burned, and while we're excited about E3 and we want to educate new people to be interested in E3, Jordan's warning on some of these games—it it really is true. You need to take some of this with a grain of salt. Don't get overhyped. You know, be excited with whoever you're with or who you're watching it with. It—it it, it, it is a big hype train, but understand that some of these things fail. I mean, Ubisoft alone is—is is synonymous with you know showing a game. And five years later, it comes out and it doesn't look anything like it. You know, something like Watch Dogs or any of their Ghost Recon games. I mean, they still turn out to be pretty good games. No Man's Sky was another one. I mean, Sony hyped this game up like it was end-all, be-all. And that game is amazing now. But, it, you know, it, it is what it is.
2: I was I was literally about to bring up Ubisoft is, hands down, the biggest culprit of overpromising, promising under-delivering. Um, I think one of the biggest things with them is they, and I don't blame them for doing it, they put a lot of money into the cinematic trailers that they present. And year after year, really the only game for them that delivers is Assassin's Creed. But everything else, they hype it up, like Watchdog is the perfect example. Like, they created the cinematic trailer and showed us quote-unquote gameplay that we didn't actually end up even getting. I mean, remember, God, I was so excited for that game. Remember, <laughs> remember the first time. Down.
0: Remember the first time they showed the division. I mean, my goodness, yeah. they even had to, They had so much stuff in that game. The the police car said NYPD. Jordan, I don't know if you remember seeing anything on this. They had to take all that off. Obviously, that would have been copyright issues in their own game. But that's how they previewed the game. So all of a sudden, they're showing this New York City that looked. I mean, it is still pretty good. But compared to what they originally showed, it's, it's nothing like that. Um, so that is, that is kind of a warning we want to give for, for any parent that's listening or, or you know, we're, we're hyping you up about this. But do understand, it's just like seeing a trailer for a blockbuster movie. These trailers and these things are made to make you excited. And what Jordan is talking about pre-ordinary game, that is something I would like to mention as well. With today's day and age, I will just say this there is literally no reason to pre-order a game if you're hesitant on it and all these well if you pre-order the game it comes with the special if you're not a collector and getting something physical i can tell you right now just about any game that i've come across whether it's destiny call of duty anything i pre-order or i get this pre-order bonus or it's a skin or it's a special gun to use especially in a game that you level up i can't I can't tell you how many times in Destiny I've pre-ordered the next DLC or the next season to get a gun that's really great that you can't get to way later in the game. But two hours into the season, I've already leveled up past that gun and I'm using other things anyways. So was that pre-order worth getting that one thing to use two hours? That's the same thing with Cyberpunk. Um, A lot of people pre-ordered to get all these cosmetic and game things. But as you get into the game, if you play it, you start collecting other things. You start using other things anyways you're not missing out by not pre-ordering. If it's, if you have a friend that helped make a game and you want to help the finances of the game, and it's not a triple a game, it's an independent game and you want to pre, you know, those are different situations. But when it comes to these massive games, there is no real benefit to pre-ordering. Wait for the reviews, pay attention. If, if there, if you got a kid that's super excited about a game coming out and they keep going trailers, you can even reach out to here to us here at parents versus gaming. We'll tell you, um, some there's always red flags on a game chris will probably agree to this i'm sure uh shadow in in the chat will as well and jordan you as well it always scares me when a game is about to come out it's been talked about for a year and three days before it comes out there's still no reviews because they won't lift the review embargo and they won't show any gameplay and cyberpunk is definitely the latest of that they wouldn't let them show anything anything until like two days before and then they would only let them show pc they wouldn't give out any uh xbox one and ps4 demo codes for any of the reviewers to to test out and obviously we found out why and at the end of the day it does suck for these developers as well they work hard on these games and sometimes Cyberpunk, again, I know we're going back to it, but th- these devs, they knew the game wasn't ready. They knew it was broken. But you've got, at the end of the day, these are companies, whether it's Microsoft, Sony, Ubisoft, we're going to talk about a number of others here. They are a company, and companies are there to make money. There is somebody above there that's not developing in the game. The whole point of all this is for them to make money. So, as much as they have people involved that are excited about us being excited about their games, at the end of the day, these things are are there because these companies are trying to make money. A lot of these trailers that you'll see at E3, these uh, motion cap trailers or things like that, they're not even actually done by the actual company, usually, that is developing the game. They outsource this and they just give them kind of hints of the game. So like I said, it's a basically E3 is a massive convention. Like we talked about, uh, Chris was just saying, it, it's a lot of virtual stuff this year. We're going to go through the schedule a little bit. Now, one thing I do want to point out, uh, companies like Sony, like PlayStation, they are not technically involved with E3 anymore. They haven't been for a number of years. But what they will do, and I don't think as of yet they've announced a conference, they will put out some sort of conference during the same time. Just like EA EA Games, they have an event called EA Play. They won't do an E3 event, but they will do a special event there that normally EA play happens usually the day before E3 kicks off. It's right next to the convention center when it's in LA. But being virtual, I just read today that they move their EA play event to July 22nd. So all of your sports games, your Madden, your FIFA, your NHL, your, M- you know, if they bring back NBA live, I don't know if that's still trying to compete with 2K, but uh, FIFA and all these, they will premiere all that later um they do still have a couple of star wars we're probably looking at maybe a jedi fallen order 2 announcement this year possibly um but that's when you would see some of that now some of these do since they are third-party studios you may see them pop up at an xbox or a playstation show um yeah someone in the chat red hit red harley says playstation has various showings called state of play and i think if i'm not if i'm not i believe they had a state of play today or they're having one tomorrow do you know chris if you've seen anything on them
2: uh i haven't seen anything but i don't have my like alerts set up for yeah. playstation so so so, so like hey, Nintendo, Nintendo does Nintendo Direct
0: Nintendo Direct yeah they usually do one every quarter so i know but they're also yeah. going to be doing some sort of something at E3 so i pulled up games radar and this was about three out no yesterday they put out an article that kind of breaks down the schedule of e3 so i'm going to read this and just kind of go through the bullet points of e3 so e3 the technical e3 dates this year are june 12th through the 15th now here's where it gets a little confusing because there it starts as early as today there was a sonic the hedgehog showcase today for those that missed it they announced a new show they brought back an old voice actor of sonic and they also shown a two-and-a-half-second teaser of Sonic's legs. That's a new game coming next year for all the platforms. Um, PC, Xbox, PlayStation, er, maybe Nintendo. I'm not sure if I saw the logo there. But that's all they really showed, so no news on that. So it's weird. You're starting to see, you know, that was what's going on. Uh, Yes, that's right, uh, Red Harley. Today's state of play was Horizon Zero Dawn's uh, new new trailer i, I got a, i got a little bit of that earlier um so let me just go through the schedule real quick their june 5th is what they're saying is is kind of the kickoff they've got a a gorilla collective um so that's starting on june 5th that'll be a, a conference you'll be able to see that only on twitch it's a lot of indie developers and things like that uh so probably not something we're going to go on later that day as well also on twitch on june 5th Um, You can watch, there's a new showcase this year called Black Voices in Gaming, uh, a stream dedicated to highlighting black voices in the gaming industry, showcasing games being created by black developers, those featuring black protagonists and more. Um, I think it's something that they did last year that they're bringing back again this year. Now, here's where it starts to get a little bit crazier. Jeff Keighley, for those of you that don't know, is the host of the Video Game Awards that's every year. A pretty great show if you guys don't watch that. Uh, That's also a place you'll get a lot of trailers and stuff. Well, last year, because of the whole COVID thing and they weren't sure what was going on, he started what's called Summer Game Fest. So on YouTube at two o'clock Eastern time on June 10th, which I believe is a Friday, that's it's called Jeff Keighley Summer Game Fest. Right now, he's teasing that it's going to have news, announcements, and updates from over 30 game publishers such as Activision, Epic Games, PlayStation and Xbox. There's also going to be a special performance by the band Weezer for those that like Weezer and going to be super excited about that. Now, I want to preface that. I, I mentioned Epic Games, PlayStation, and Xbox. I imagine you probably see some sort of Fortnite teaser about some something coming up. But if you're going to watch PlayStation to watch a new teaser about like a Ghost of, Ghost of Tsushima 2 or a Last of Us 3 or a new Uncharted game, you're probably not going to see something like this there um xbox you're probably not going to see a reveal of halo or starfield from bethesda anything there you're going to see a little bit more indie developer showcase in in my opinion uh crash or uh jordan do you guys have anything to disagree with there
2: i would probably guess we're going to see like a 10 second halo teaser if I were to be because Microsoft is very good at like building like the suspense for their uh, E3 conference, I wouldn't be surprised if they show like an image or like a quick hit of that trailer. Give you a taste to bring you into the full conference.
0: That's true. To kind of set up to kind of set up their conference. I could see something like that. Happening. Yeah. Um and I don't know if he does too much. I know with Epic Games being there and Activision, you might see some Call of Duty stuff. And maybe some Fortnite things. Uh I'm not sure what else is is on the PC side for Epic. Jordan, do you ever dabble on the Epic Games store or you s- stick primarily to Steam?
1: Steam
0: no, sand Steam. Okay. So then June 11th, uh no, June 12th, we've got No, this is this is confusing how they did it uh it i think it's june 11th but starting at 1 p.m the ign summer gaming expo kicks off now they are pretty much one of the main coverages of e3 so this is kind of just their entry to get everyone excited they'll probably have a few game reveals of their own they typically seem to always get their hands on one or two fairly decent games uh to reveal whether it's a teaser or not like crash is saying kind of how summer game fest will be um again just like Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest, that's on YouTube. The IGN stuff is on YouTube and Twitch or IGN.com. Then we start getting into E3. The One of the biggest ones, I believe, is going to be June 12th. Uh, no, actually, it they are first. Ubisoft Forward is what they're calling their conference now. Uh, that's going to be June 12th at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. They have not... No, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Yep, they keep changing here. June 12th at 12 Pacific, 3 Eastern. And you're probably going to see things like Far Cry 6. People are crossing their fingers for Beyond Good and Evil 2, I believe. I have a strong feeling that game may never come back, ever. They might just quietly let that disappear. I'm not sure what happened there. Uh, But as far as Ubisoft, these are your, you know, your Assassin's Creed games and stuff. Um, I will preface this before I let Crash make his predictions for the Ubisoft conference. I don't know if you saw uh, about a week or two ago, Crash, they they came out and said they are really going to jump into the free-to-play genre. And there's big talk of the Division Heartland being free-to-play, and that is probably going to be heavily discussed there. But I know you're excited about a possible Assassin's Creed game.
2: Yeah, um, basically, what Ubisoft said, and the president said, couple months ago is basically with Assassin's Creed, they're going to be going more the route of Valhalla and things like that. Um, rather than how the original four games were following um that storyline and things like that. Now they're going to be kind of jumping into these specific timeline open world things like Valhalla. Um so I'm intrigued to see where they're going with that because it's such a broad idea. That they might shoot themselves in the foot, but I love Valhalla, so I'm intrigued to see like what they can do with that.
0: Yeah, gotcha. And Jordan, do you do you? Uh, I know being PC, you've still got a quite a bit of Ubisoft for you there. I'm not sure if you jump into Assassin's Creed or your Rainbow Six Siege player at all. But does anything from Ubisoft excite you, or you look forward to seeing? Uh,
1: Siege is one of the greatest games. I'm sad that I can't play it that much. I'm just not good enough. Um,
0: <laughs> it is a tough
1: game. I, uh, I actually just recently got a PC within the last year, so mm-hmm. I'm actually more of a PlayStation player myself. Um, I got super excited when... Um... Oh my god, we just talked about it in the beginning. What what trailer came out today? Um, Horizon um, Zero Dawn. Whenever the uh, the second one that me and Tyler watched it all the way through the trailer, we are super excited about that. But yeah, I, I don't really stand on top of that stuff. Like I said, like I I did research for this, but mm. I just don't like myself feeling the hype.
0: No, um, I get, listen, they, the, Ubisoft is, <laughs> is the best at it. I mean, what, Chris, they showed a Beyond Good and Evil 2 cinematic trailer four, five years ago, and we've seen or heard nothing since. They even had that conference where uh, they partner with PlayStation and uh, what's his name? The actor came out, I can't remember his name now, and he was like, You can submit your own personal music, and we're going to try to put that. Oh, in the game. yeah. Uh, but since that one conference, I don't think outside of fanfare, there hasn't been a peep from Ubisoft about that game.
2: No, and Skull and Bones is kind of on the same suit. It's now been delayed again to 2022, but everyone's that's just going to disappear.
0: Yeah, Skull and Bones, uh, you know, everyone thought that was going to be the better version of Sea of Thieves. I don't know if you remember seeing any of that, uh, Jordan, years ago. I think they actually revealed that on the the PlayStation conference. Um, It looked like a pretty good game. It was just going to be your pirate ship. And then they talked about you being able to walk around. It's like they were trying to capitalize on the hype of Assassin's Creed um, Black Flag, but five years too late. is kind of what it seemed
1: i i'm so cynical i'd rather than push it back as far as possible or never come out with it than to give us a half-assed game
0: oh for sure absolutely i'm definitely definitely on that <laughs> now the next day june 13th this is a big one we're not going to do any predictions now we're going to save this to the end because this is what's considered the the biggest part the xbox they're calling it the xbox and bethesda bethesda game showcase for those who know um Microsoft did acquire ZeniMax and Bethesda for what I think seven point four billion dollars this year. That includes ten studios, uh, ten to ten or twelve studios, I believe, in addition to what Microsoft already had. Um, a lot of people are expecting them to announce going forward, Bethesda games will be exclusive to Xbox and PC platforms. <coughs> um, but we we will get back to to this. It, it's uh, it's a super big deal uh later on june 13th no time for this um a feature game show is its second year it's talking about a lot of smaller projects and independence and then there's a pc gaming show on june 13th um previous games featured at a pc gaming show included borderlands 3 valheim xcom 2 player knowns battlegrounds mountain blade 2 warframe baldur's gate i expect warframe to be heavily showcased during the PC gaming show, uh, Chris or Jordan, is there anything you guys expect PC special to come out here?
2: Um, not really. But I am so far out of the PC gaming world at this point. I haven't owned a like a gaming PC since I was in high school. not since high school a gaming pc no i built one when i was a freshman in high school and played the original rainbow six starcraft world of warcraft 3 all of that stuff Um, but i haven't had a gaming pc since then so i'm very out of the loop on pc gaming
0: now jordan i know you're especially going full-time stream you're a big fan currently of valorant um, and I know quite a few people. I don't know if you've dabbled into the <laughs> the um, Escape from Tarkov, things like that. Is there anything you would like to see special come out for Valorant? There's also rumor of a... Um, what's the uh, Blizzard game? Activision Blizzard. They make... Um, I can't think of it right now. Overwatch. Overwatch, yeah. There's a talk of Overwatch 2 coming out. Does any anything like that you're interested in, Jordan?
1: I hate myself. Um, no, but I mean, you're just
0: playing <laughs> Valorant now. So is there is there anything is there anything that you would like to see Valorant like this? This is just completely on your own. Is there anything you would like to see them add to that game?
1: I mean, it would be cool to to have uh, a couple more characters. I would like for them to make their skins less expensive. But I don't know. I I'm just learning Valorant for anyone who knows. So I'm still fairly new to the game, so it's hard from a newbies perspective. I'm sure someone who's played it for a long time probably has like a million ideas for what they should do. Um be nice if they update their uh, precise gunplay. <clears throat> but that's that's about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well I, I would I would be shocked uh, with the way that game's taken off. I would be shocked if they didn't have um something showcasing that. And then they kind of go on. There has not been, I want people to know we're not, we're going to talk a little bit about what we think Sony's going to do. But as of right now, Sony has not announced a a showcase or anything going on during these dates. But we all know there's no way they're going to let Microsoft and Xbox and Nintendo take all the hype. Nintendo is going to be at E3, but they also have not announced when their conference is going to be. And neither has Square Enix, who will also have their own. Um, so let's talk a little bit about Square, <coughs> Square Enix. Uh, the conference hasn't been announced, but it will. they are an E3 partner, so they will be there. Uh, for those that don't know, Square Enix uh, has released games like Outriders, Near Replicant, Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, Life is Strange. Those games, those story-based games, they're owned by Square Enix. Uh, anything for you, uh, Chris, out of Square Enix you think they're going to pump out here?
2: Uh, I think we're going to get um, our first real look at Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, which even though I um, don't have a PlayStation right now, like I really love Final Fantasy VII. Like I bought the remastered version on my Switch. I play it all the time. Um, and I've loved watching on Twitch when people are playing the remake Part One. It's great to see like how they made small adjustments to that story. And, like, the graphics, the gameplay, everything's great. So I think we're going to finally get to see that because I think it's supposed to be coming out this fall, Christmas season.
0: Yeah, that would be that would be huge. I know a few people in chat, uh, Master Shadows and a few others, they really like Outriders, so I'd be interested to see. I, I know that they have plans for a couple of DLC drops. Uh, I would imagine you might see something there, um, even if it's teased. Or it might be teased at something on Sony or Xbox. A quick little teaser on one of their conferences and then show up here. Uh, Next, we've got the Nintendo E3 2021 conference. Still no date. Uh, I imagine that's going to be happening soon, but they were typically usually last. When all of them kind of did their conferences together in person, you would have Xbox went first. Then Sony and Nintendo was usually on the last day. So I imagine them going there now. I do have a pretty bold prediction from the chat. Doc Hollabay says we're probably going to be hearing about more about game Pass on the switch. I'm going to say this, this is my personal belief. I don't believe we will see game Pass on Nintendo Switch ever, just like I don't think you will see it on Sony. What about you Chris? Uh, Nintendo so Nintendo is
2: always behind. And things like that. Like, so I can't, I cannot see Nintendo going to Game Pass, partially because they're behind, but also because Nintendo knows how much money they can make on their classic games and doing the releases the way they're doing them. Like, I would love to see how much money they're making on these NES and Super Nintendo releases that they've been doing recently for online purchase and play. And their online store sucks, but like... Well, I mean, that's what... I know that no
0: Nintendo games are going to show up on Game Pass, but a lot of people think you're going to be able to log into Game Pass and basically use your Switch through the cloud and play Game Pass games like your phone. A lot of people really believe that that's coming.
2: I don't see that happening. And part of the reason I don't see that happening is because of the apple lawsuit that's happening right now
0: yeah now don't get me wrong i would i would love for game pass to go there i'm just not exactly sure uh if it'll happen um jordan do you know much about game pass as far as how what it is what it offers
1: yeah yeah and i was gonna say for playstation Mm -hmm. they um they do have like their PlayStation. They, they've always had it. I know someone mentioned just for PS5, I think, but even PS4, they had like a game of the month. And um, I think it was their PlayStation now. I can't remember what, what subscription it was, but they have their own subscription. So, um, they, has it. I just, I agree. Nintendo makes too much money. It's kind of ridiculous. So, even though I'd love to play Pokemon, I, I refuse to pay <laughs> those
0: prices. No, I know that uh, I think it's PlayStation. Either Plus, one's PlayStation Plus, one's PlayStation Now, one's their subscription service, which is like streaming, uh, which is kind of like Game Pass, but Game Pass basically took it to the next level. Game Pass is, the best way to describe it is almost like Netflix for games, Uh, but the great thing about Xbox is every first-party title that comes out owned by Xbox comes day and day on Game Pass. So imagine for anything to compare if sony were to do something like that you're talking like when the new god of war comes out the new last of us the new horizon zero dawn imagine if you played that paid that 15 a month subscription you got that game immediately the day it came out on that subscription service uh, playstation obviously has had phenomenal exclusives you can decide you hate them or, or you know you're an xbox fan or a pc fan and you don't like sony but it, you, their games speak for themselves. Their their first-party exclusives over the last five or six years have been phenomenal, and they've really made everyone else kind of step up their game. And hopefully we will see that with uh, with Xbox soon. But I, I'm with you guys. Nintendo just makes so much money. You know, you've got the Sony fanboys always talking about how the PS5 is is outselling the Xbox Series X 2 to 1. Um but the strategies are so different. Sony's all about selling their consoles because they have these exclusives. Xbox has clearly shifted towards a Game Pass subscription model where you can play in the cloud on your phone. They're about to completely open it up so you can play on iOS devices. Uh, you can do it over PC. They've got 100-plus games that's just in there. So even if the great thing for a Sony fan is if you've got an Android or an, or an iPhone, all you got to do is get your controller. And in a, from what I've read, Game Pass games over the cloud – Actually, support a PlayStation controller as long as you can Bluetooth it to your phone or your tablet. And for $15 a month, a PlayStation player gets all of the Xbox exclusives on top of their own console exclusives. So it's a win win for everybody. But while Sony fans are claiming how they're leading the console wars, I mean, the Nintendo Switch has outsold like 10 to 1 to Xbox and Sony combined. So does that mean that Sony PlayStation's a failure because the Switch is outselling it like crazy? No, it doesn't. I mean, we're talking these companies make billions and billions of dollars. So great, Sony made $8 billion last year and Microsoft only made $4 billion. I promise you both companies are probably doing just fine. Uh, One thing I think I would like to see out of Nintendo is an old school Mario game. Like I, I am waiting for like the Mario Super Mario Brothers 3 version of a new Mario game, not the not the the Mario Odyssey type, but uh, Chris, anything anything for you you think Nintendo's going to put out there?
2: So there's three things I would want. One is I mean I know you apparently didn't like Mario Odyssey and you're the only person No no I I I, like
0: I love I love the game. I think wow. the game is phenomenal. I just I love that like Mario was is such a great side scrolling game and Mario 3 just kind of had so many layers to it. We really haven't seen something that exciting. I
2: I want a Mario 64 Type Mario game because Mario 64 was a huge game. I feel like Mario 64 blew like Odyssey out of the water when it came to length of play and things like that. I think I beat Mario Odyssey in less than a week and wasn't even playing it for too, too long at a time. So I want like a legit Mario game to come and be like a full on platform game where they've put the time in. It's this great like throwback to the old Mario games were awesome. I know we're going to get more <clears throat> breath of the wild two information. I think we're probably going to get a three to five minute trailer. We're not going to see gameplay until we have a release date. There's no way we're seeing gameplay until they're actually going to announce a release date. Um, cause all we've had now, I think it's a 42nd trailer, maybe it's a minute. So we're going to get three to five minute trailer and we're going to get to figure out what the story is for this game. Um, and then the other thing I want, and I just looked it up, so we're not going to get it probably till next year, is I want a new Mario Kart game because the current Mario Kart game on the Switch, Mario Kart 8, is a port from the Wii U that came out in 2014.
0: Yep, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> it, yeah. So
2: there has actually not been a Mario Kart game yet for the Switch but next year is actually the 30 year anniversary of the original Mario Kart so we may not get that till next year
0: listen you can't say that they haven't released a new Mario Kart game because what about that game that you could set up in your house no and that's that's a
2: that's one of that's what Nintendo does they come up with these crazy like hardware things like they have you know that cardboard box robot thing they did like it's a great idea but i want a legit Mario Kart game yeah um like that vr mario kart thing it's really cool i've seen people play it. it looks like it's fun but like i need a legit i'm ready to throw my controller at you <laughs> i'm so pissed off type mario kart game
0: jordan do you have any any mario kart uh stories
1: oh yeah um i suck at mario kart <laughs> tyler uh always always beats me in it and i get really sad um, and I hate that, like, on the Mario Kart that we have right now, you can't change the way that the screens are. There's no option for yep. So that's really frustrating. And sorry, I'm replacing my camera. No, battery. no,
0: you're good. But, you're good.
1: But I'm, what I'm excited about. She's so is mad
2: her battery died.
1: <laughs> no one's going to be surprised, but Pokemon. That's what I'm excited about. I know people are kind of iffy on the changes that they're making, but I don't know. I'm excited for something. And guess what? If it's not good, then we know they're going to. Well, come what out with kind of and... what
0: kind of Pokemon game are you looking forward for them to come out with? Like, what type of what gameplay you would you like to see?
1: Um, it's been a while since I looked at it, but they came out with like a whole different style, didn't they? For the one yeah, that's the, coming the, out.
0: the last two that they had were were more kind of open world a little bit, right, Chris? What's up? The last two Pokemon games that came out, was it sword and shield? I believe weren't they more a little bit on the open world style? Well,
2: I mean, realistically, every Pokemon game mm. was open world. Um, but now it's the 3d S open world. Like they've changed how it like pulls out a little bit more. They change your perspective. They change things like that. Like I enjoyed, um, sword and shield for the switch. Um, I'm in the They were like Sword and Moon, but I guess that the next one that I think may have been announced, um, I know two titles just got announced, but I don't know if those were kind of like remasters, but they're like slowly tweaking the play of it. Okay. And I'm excited <clears throat> for it because as old as I get, I mean, not as old as you, but um, as As I get older, I still enjoy going back and playing Mm -hmm. the Pokemon games because it's an easy thing to just pick up your your switch and play for like an hour or something. And like time goes by in the blink of an eye. All -hmm. right. So
0: uh, we'll leave Nintendo. And before we move on to Sony and Xbox, let's talk about EA Play. EA Play is not going to be until July 22nd. Now, I know we might get some teasers at some of the other conferences, especially Sony and Microsoft. They might have some exclusive partnerships and things with some of these games but EA Play, do you? here is my personal take. I think from Respawn, you're going to see some sort of teaser of Jedi Fallen Order 2. I think it's been enough time where you at least make an announcement of it. Um, I could see some sort of integration. I'm not sure what, but Sims always seems to have some sort of integration on what's currently popular in the movie space. I know last year they had the big uh, Star Wars expansion that they added, so I imagine, I'm guessing Sims is going to do something there as well. Um, And I think we're going to actually get game in engine footage, and I, I hope they don't mess this up, but Mass Effect 5, they're riding such great momentum, you know, Bioware right now, finally... Great momentum with the Mass Effect Legendary Edition coming back. Everyone's loving it. Now's the time to do that. I think you'll get more in-engine footage of Mass Effect Five, and I be- I want to go out on to the limb and say you're going to see gameplay from Dragon Age Four. Uh, Chris, do you have any predictions you think from EA? Uh,
2: I agree with Dragon Age Four. Uh, I think it's too early for Mass Effect considering the remaster just came out. Uh, but you are missing the biggest announcement in the last year when it comes to EA games, especially EA Sports. Hold on, and if you're your going to say I
0: was I was going to save that. Football. Yeah, I was going to save that NCAA for the NCAA end. Football baby. I think uh, I'm with you right there 100%. I believe you're going to they're going ki- to I actually think they'll kick off their show with a big college football trailer and be they're just gonna i think ea is gonna try to erase their last five years of just ill will with gamers and just shove ncaa football in our faces jordan's gonna be over there trying to play valorant and in the middle of her valorant oh. game her game's just gonna crash and There's gonna be a, an ad from ea sports it's gonna be the old school <laughs> if it's in the game it's in the game and it's just going to take over PC. I think they're going to send out viruses to everybody, and they're just going to flood <laughs> the world with NCAA football. Uh, I'm super excited about that. I do hope that we see that. Uh, Jordan, do you are you have you played sports games? Are you into anything from EA? Uh, I know you had mentioned you had played Sims, right? Aren't yeah. you? Did you play? Sims you?
1: Hello. Yeah, as I was going to say, I, I pray pretty God that they don't release anything of Sims. They just started speculation, of course, allegedly. They just started recently hiring someone for Season 5. Uh, season 5. Also, you, 5. So
0: do you think there's a possibility um, for an actual Sims 5?
1: I hope to God that there isn't. But knowing EA and the half-assed things that they push out, especially for the Sims, I you know what? I wouldn't. I think the whole Sims... Uh, community wouldn't be surprised Wait, they would not so, be surprised okay. it has been over six years but there's speculation that over the past couple months to a year that they've started creating Sims 5 but there's a lot of you know like is it going to go mobile there's there's just a lot okay so there. I'm
0: actually so now I, I'm actually curious okay so I've never actually met anyone that loves the Sims and plays it a lot I know a lot of people play it I just a lot of my friends don't don't play it so with that being said why is someone that, like, you, you're you in the Sims community, you play the games, why don't... Like, I look at it like, oh, everyone that likes Sims is probably excited. Look how cool this Sims 5 looks. Why wouldn't you want a Sims 5? Do you just want them to keep building on Sims 4?
1: No, that's not it at all. It's the fact that they've just... Like, the first three Sims games were just amazing. They They were just absolutely amazing. And then EA comes in and gives us Sims 4. Did you know in base game, you couldn't even build pools? There weren't even toddlers. Sims is supposed to be a life simulation game. And they release the game where your baby turns into a child.
0: You, so, babies are awesome. Listen, all I, all I know about babies Sims awesome. is that you you make a family and then you catch the house on fire as quickly as possible and yes. watch the people run out burning. That's all I really understand about Sims. I just, I just have a
2: question and James you'll understand this question Jordan do you understand you. that there were Sims before Sims do you know where what? Sims came from what it was a fun game that we played and James you probably played this in computer lab as well
0: wait hold on of course he You're cut out, out. <laughs> <laughs> of course oh, he's oh, cutting my out what he's trying to
2: make a joke on. All right, of course <laughs> No, no, no! I'm not trying to make a joke. I'm saying like when we had computer lab, Sim City three thousand. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I, I know the cre-
2: a remastered version of Sim City three thousand. I think that would be an awesome release.
0: Yeah, that would be. Uh,
1: they just they tend to just like I don't know. I, in my personal opinion, I don't think that they care about the audience they have. I think that they only care about catering to a new audience. Mm. That's why they decided to release a Star Wars pack to a life simulation game. I mean, I'll be I'll be honest.
0: I almost got I almost downloaded Sims Four. Like I I am that person. I <laughs> almost horrible. I almost put my money because I was excited to to walk around this Star Wars land in Sims. Like But I, they
1: they have asset. Like it would be different if you could go on to another world, right? And you were in Star Wars. That would be different. But what they did was just like it was a bunch of sets. Like you're in this life simulation game, you yep. go to this new world, and it's almost like you have my bedroom full of space. You see the apartments outside, you see the cars. You can't get into the cars. You can barely even walk halfway down the street before <laughs> it's just a set. And you're just stuck. And you're like, Oh, Okay, it's such a waste. Like they just—that's why I said I wouldn't be surprised if we got a new. Oh my God, Sims Five is going to be mobile, even though no one in the Sims community wants that or something no. ridiculous. I, I mean, wouldn't—I would not be surprised. I, mean, I just don't just, want it. It's interesting to want. see. It's
0: almost—it's—it's it's interesting to see. Not only do sports games, sports fan, sports game fans get mad, uh, story game fans get mad. The Sim side fans get mad. Everyone hates EA. They just seem... It's like all the way around, you can just see that they're always constantly reaching for the money. Now, someone in chat, Mm -hmm. Red Harley, says, "Uh, I believe Light is still under the EA banner. Correct, Chris? Because they make uh, a way out and It Takes Two, which is the guy that... I believe so. So, um, Red Harley, is there anything you see... uh, We'll speak directly to you... Since you love these these games by Hayes Light, is there anything that you would like to see EA to announce from them? Any kind of uh, special type of game? You know, coming from him, it's going to be probably a a two-player couch co-op style of game. That's what he loves. Um, do you think you'll see something new from them, or do you think it's still too early? We'll see if she answers. Now, uh a Way, a way um, Out, did you see... It, did you uh, did you play that game, Chris? I did not. I own the game, and I waited for any of you I to play it, it with it. me, so I've yet to play <laughs> it. I still even have my
1: with stupid
0: friend token. Do you have an Xbox? I don't, but I can't <laughs> play
1: it on PC. I played it on PlayStation <clears> one <throat> time.
0: Yeah, did you like it? Is it? Cross I platform? loved
1: it. No, I don't I, know. We can Google. Maybe.
0: Is the game... Does that game have an ending that would make sense for a sequel? Could you see a second Way Out? A Way Out Part 2?
1: Possibly. I don't really want to like spoil anyone, especially you if you haven't played it. Possibly, Possibly. I guess.
0: No, I was uh, actually... I... No, go ahead. Oh, no, no. no, no. I was going to say, I was actually at the... I actually attended live in LA, the Video Game Awards, where the Hazelight uh, owner-developer came out and told the Oscars to go F themselves live on, on YouTube. It was, it was pretty funny. (laughs) Jeff, Jeff Keeley for the video game awards was hosting it. And he did ask, he said, am I allowed to curse on this platform? And Jeff said, yes. And he basically looked right in the camera. Now this guy actually is reputable to say that because he is a film developer. And I believe he even has an Oscar. He looked right into the camera, put two middle fingers up and told the Oscars to go F themselves. So uh, he was no. just basically excited to talk about how, uh, you know, video game developers are real developers and the stories that they that these writers and these creators put into the games. They're just as good as any any movie out there. So I, I really think that the point of what he was trying to do was just bring light to, you know, to the average audience that may not look at games as far as story But outside of the sports games, uh, the Dragon Age, I know, uh, like I said, I really think you're going to see some sort of trailer for Mass Effect 5. I I know uh, Chris does not. Do you think, uh, Chris, with EA not officially having the Star Wars license anymore, do you think they will announce any new titles still? Do you think we'll ever get a Battlefront 3?
2: I don't think we're going to get Battlefront 3. I think we're going to get a remaster of Knights of the Old Republic um, from EA.
0: Now, if they do a remaster, then, here's, here's my question, though. Everything when Disney bought Star Wars, every game, every comic book, every movie, anything, whether it's a mobile game, anything that says Star Wars on it is considered canon. So if they remaster... No, that's wrong. That's wrong. But that's what they. That's what all it's the books. Are, the, no,
2: no, it's not. So all the books are now oh. called legacy. No, no, the, I'm not. Like those are the
0: old ones. I'm talking about anything that comes out now. Has yeah. to be canon, but
2: it's a remaster of an old game, so it wouldn't be. It wouldn't fall under that.
0: So even though Disney's bringing in characters like Revan and stuff to the canon of Star Wars, you don't think they'll remaster it in a way that gives it a different story that makes it canon?
2: No. But what I was about to mention is they now have Disney slash LucasArts slash LucasFilms slash Lucas whatever it's called now. Um, they ha- they've built this world called High Council or High Republic yeah. where there's this whole new Star Wars lore being written between book- comic books, young adult books and stuff. And I think I don't know if it's going to come from EA, but I think we're going to get a Knights of the Old Republic style game that is set in this High Republic universe they've created.
0: Yeah, it almost makes me... But I don't know if that will be an
2: EA project or if it's going to be the new Lucas Games studio spinning that up.
0: Now, KOTOR 2, was that made by Obsidian? Because that wasn't bio Bioware didn't make kotor 2 right was that obsidian uh, I'm not sure because obsidians under Xbox now so I wonder if you could see a that style of game made by their studio which would make it an Xbox exclusive could be pretty interesting yeah Disney Disney won't go allow exclusives I mean you say that but um, and we'll talk about that soon but Bethesda uh, games is making uh indiana jones which is disney and that'll be exclusive i thought it wasn't gonna be exclusive yeah yeah well we don't know for sure right it comes back to that yeah they haven't officially announced it. all these bethesda games so ea we've kind of got a handle on so let's jump into the two the two big ones here uh sony we'll start with them We don't have a possible conference. I know a lot of you watch the the Horizon Zero Dawn um, trailers and stuff today. So obviously, if they did a whole show on that, I don't see a lot of coming up. So Jordan, being the closest thing to a PlayStation fan here on the panel, what do you see or anything as far as or what you would be excited at to see Sony announce this summer?
1: I mean, I think everyone's eyes are on horizon right now. Personally, I am. Um, I love the fact that uh, they have, like, what do they have now? Like, throwing spears? She has, like, that glider. I was so entranced in that um, trailer today. That's why I can't watch them. <laughs> even though the first one was good. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're going to deliver. But I can't watch <laughs> them because I'm just, like, so hyped about about it. I'm just sitting there, me and Tyler, like, oh my god, we can't wait to get our hands on it. Like, we're so excited.
0: Now, what about, so, a, what about a God of War game? You think, they'll, um, well, God of War Ragnarok, they already announced the title. Do you think they'll show anything from that this summer?
1: I think it's too early, right? You, think, I think you still I think... think it's
0: too early? So, Vibin just
2: mentioned in the chat, Detroit Becoming Human 2. No, now, I remember
1: seeing,
2: I remember seeing stuff for Detroit Becoming Human at PAX East, and no one had any idea what the hell to expect of it. And then I feel like it just
0: disappeared. So I, I I don't know if you guys played Detroit Become Human. I th- If you have not played that game and you have access to it, you can actually get it on the Epic Game Store if you're a PC player. It's a, it's phenomenal. The way you play through yeah. the story, uh, it's got such a powerful message, I think, especially with you'll be shocked how relatable it is to the current events of the world. Um, but I think it's phenomenal. Now, something actually, Vibe and Jason is mentioning this, I actually don't think you'll see a Detroit Become Human 2 because, was it Quantic Dream, I believe, is the company? They've never made a sequel to any of their games, right? They just build upon that concept. The other thing is I don't, they broke away from Sony. They are not owned by Sony anymore. They are independent studios. They are a multi-platform studio now. I do think that I'm with Jason there. I do think it's time. I don't know if they would show it at the PC game show, if they would show it at Sony show, if they would show it at the Xbox show. I don't necessarily think you'll see a Detroit become human two, but I think it is time to see a new game or a new teaser from them. Uh, I remember the whole Detroit become human actually became a game because they did a tech demo of their engine that's all it was, was a tech demo. And the tech demo went so well, they built a game around that demo and that's how Detroit Become Human. So I definitely could see something come out. I wouldn't be against a Detroit Become Human 2. I would love to see it. I would just be shocked. Uh, as far as my prediction at Sony, I think you're going to see the return of uh, a lot of showcase of Gran Turismo. Uh, Sony's got to come back in the, for even if you don't care, the car racing simulation style game. Uh, forza for xbox just has a stranglehold on that and i think you'll actually see a number not like a grand turismo sport i think i don't know if they're at grand turismo five or six or whatever their next number is i think with forza coming back and you haven't really heard anything in the car industry from sony i think you're gonna see something there car games love them or hate them they are the best game at showcasing what your console can do and the graphical Leaps that they make, and I just don't see Sony getting out of the game there. Uh, I think we'll see. I do think we'll see gameplay uh, for God of War. And according to them, they've got twenty plus exclusives, brand new IPs in the works. No one knows anything about them. You've got to imagine they've got to come out swinging, especially if Xbox comes comes to the table as as hard as everyone expects. Uh, Chris, anything? Any, what, do you, what do you think, Sony's going to do?
2: Um, I, like I said before, I think we're going to see part two of Final Fantasy VII. I, I won't be surprised if we like. I think it's time for a new Need for Speed, like going in that car route that you were talking about. Um, with the movie almost being done, maybe an Uncharted.
1: Yeah, that's what, you what know, I. You know, we're thinking. starting to yeah. we're starting to see <clears throat> set
2: photos. Of Tom Holland from Uncharted, so maybe there'll be a new Uncharted game coming out to kind of connect to the movie release.
0: Okay, my outlandish prediction. Now hear me out. Jordan might not care about this prediction. I know Chris is going to laugh. <laughs> I think that Sony goes, puts together a conference a couple days after Xbox goes, and I think that either in the beginning or the end, they do something to kind of to to poke the bear that is Microsoft. And you're going to see, announced by Insomniac Games, a Sunset Overdrive 2. Now, for those that don't know, Sunset Overdrive was an Xbox One exclusive. Since then, Sony has bought Insomniac. Not only did Insomniac keep the game rights, uh, PlayStation actually just a month ago re-upped the, um, I don't know if it's copyright or whatever it's called, they actually... uh, re up the name so Sony has the official licensing of that name now. So
2: I, I don't I don't th- they might release something about
0: it but I don't think that
2: is as big of a hit as you think it is.
0: Well, I think I think it's I don't I I don't think it's going to be this like end all be all by it's any really means. I mean uh, but it is a great game and I think putting mm-hmm. something where they can steal something from Microsoft It's easy for them to do. I mean, it's essentially the. I mean, that's that's why Spider-Man is so good. It's basically the same mechanics as Sunset Overdrive. Um, I could also see them packaging it with the original game, where they just put it on there. Uh, And then uh, I know Master Shadows is talking about Bungie. With if Bungie's going to have any kind of conference presence at all, funny enough, I actually agree. It might just be with Sony. Because I think the Xbox is too crowded now. Uh, might they might do something with Jeff Keighley, but Bungie? Now they're the makers of Destiny that don't know. They were given tons of tons and tons and tons of money by another developer oh, about three years ago to make a new IP, and we haven't heard anything. So you gotta imagine that they're got to come out with something pretty soon to kind of do something different than destiny i know destiny will probably keep going they've greenlit that for like the next umpteen years but that's basically a small team still putting together stuff for that the company has grown larger uh they almost got rebought by microsoft they s- chose to stay independent uh, which I, th- I do think is great for them but i you gotta imagine something's coming out soon uh do you think any chance that they r- announce anything at sony conference chris
2: With Bungie it's hard to tell. I wouldn't be surprised if we get some like sneak peek at what's coming for uh Destiny. But Bungie has just been so quiet about any other projects that I think at this point they have to announce something new. Like if they don't announce something new at this conference, it's going to be such a letdown for them.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. Whether it's at Sony or, or just somewhere. I mean, they could even do their own, you know, virtual showcase pretty easily during the same time frame, but I think they got to get out there. Is there anything, Jordan, that you would like, like if, if Sony was to come out with something that really spoke to you, brand new IP, what type of game would you love to see that you feel like is you're missing? Is there anything it's they really. Could-
1: yeah, it's really hard for me because typically when I find a game, I kind of get obsessed with it. As you guys know, I I love the Bioshock series. I've played those games. I mean, the third one I've played less, but those games I've played probably over like 25 times. I'm not exaggerating that and like Devil May Cry. Um, so I, I would love for them to come out with another Bioshock. I know that there has been talks about it. That would be great. We also skipped over Square Enix. I, I would love to see another Kingdom Hearts. Um, I didn't get to play the last one. I was so sad, but I don't know. Like I said, it's really hard right now. I'm stuck on Valorant cause kind of have a need to be good at something whenever I play it. So that's kind of where my focus is. And that's why when you ask me about like what I want to see in games and stuff like that, I'm not super, uh, excited into something new. I just like, I like getting used to uncomfortable and comfortable with yeah. something. So I, those games <laughs> and, I will always be And I with, could, so. I
0: could definitely see, um, Sony's conference, including a, a brand new kingdom hearts announcement for sure. Especially with them, uh, coming out with the new final fantasy. I could see them trying to get back in the exclusive game with square Enix. As far as making things exclusive to their platform, I, I wouldn't be too shocked, um, to see it. I don't, I don't know with,
2: Kingdom Hearts won't ever be exclusive again.
0: You don't think so? They make too much money. Being
2: they made so much money on King- the new Kingdom Hearts, game. yeah.
0: But I could still see, uh, I could still see Sony giving way, them money go... to to have some sort of like exclusive th- things in the game or getting the game early. So I could see them getting the exclusive rights to promote it.
2: Well, James, to give you an idea in case you weren't aware, Kingdom Hearts 2 came out when we. At Huntingdon,
0: listen. There's like 300. The that's, first Kingdom Hearts that, game no, I ever that, played was that, three. No, that's the
2: that's the length between Kingdom Hearts two and Kingdom Hearts three.
0: Listen, we yeah. all know that I'm old. We don't it need to discuss soon. how long ago it was I was in college or one of the six no, colleges I'm I went to. I'm giving you a like an idea <laughs>
2: of how long it takes them to release Kingdom Hearts games.
0: I mean, it takes them a long time to re- release a Final like, Fantasy the game. actual
2: big non handheld yeah there's been like 10 like handheld games but i i I think we're still like two or three years out from a new kingdom hearts game but the demand is there gotcha
1: yeah i was thinking like 2022 to 24 ish that's what i was hoping for i know that's obviously still pretty far out but i don't know i i would love to see it
0: now more talking on square enix and sony any chance either of you think a new tomb raider game comes out
1: that would be cool. I think that they capitalize on the hype for it. The movie came out a couple years ago.
2: Yeah, I think that we're getting ready to start filming the next movie. So I wouldn't be surprised Are if they? there's another Tomb Raider game coming out. Yeah, I, I think so. I think that's thought then, that they were going to do another one.
0: Uh, Jason says their last one flopped. If you're talking about Tomb Raider, listen, I don't care if it flopped. That girl that played Lara Croft was mm-hmm. awesome. So I'm down to watch watch another it was better than the Angelina Jolie uh, Tomb Raider movies. I thought anyways,
2: 100 percent.
0: All right. So let's get into the big one. This showcase uh, we're actually going to do June 13th, which is a Sunday, I believe it's either June 13th or June 12th, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific time, one o'clock Eastern time. The Parents vs. Gaming, Jordan and Jay and I are going to do a watch along with this. So hopefully anyone in the chat will come back to watch the conference with us. Uh, I think it would be a lot of fun. I know a lot of you can jump into the IGNs and the kind of funnies and all that, but there's 2 million people in there chatting away, at least talking with us. You guys can voice your opinions. We'll (laughs) chat with you back. We'll have a really good time. Uh, This... Xbox I I like having Jordan on this one too because you're a PC you are transitioning a lot more to PC now everything Xbox is also coming to PC via Game Pass Mm -hmm. so everything you see here will not be exclusive to the Xbox console itself you'll have complete access to it Uh, so it makes me excited and also I like having Jordan who's going to constantly go it's probably not going to look that good it's probably not going to be that good. Don't get overhyped. I'm be a fancy, I, th- I, I know. love. I actually love it. No, I I don't mind it at all. I think it's great because if they throw anything out there that actually does wow you, Jordan, that to me is going to show that it's actually a really big deal. Um, but before I give any of my predictions, uh, Jordan, anything you see, because I know Chris has a whole list, so I don't. I don't want him to take any of, any of the small thunder you may have. Anything you would like to see Xbox. Now, this showcase is called the Xbox and Bethesda showcase. It's probably going to be an hour and a half long. Um, We already know they're going to show Halo Infinite stuff and they're going to show Starfield stuff. Outside of those two things, is there anything that would get you super excited, Jordan, that they could show?
1: Why is it that I'm not allowed to comment on Halo, James? No,
0: you can comment on Halo. Why can't but I, just, I
1: comment on Halo? I just...
0: We all know that you're going to show. Since you're a girl. You didn't play Halo. Oh, I did not know. Uh-uh. You're not, you're not putting me down that rabbit hole. She, I know she likes Halo. She loves Halo. We were already talking about this. So don't... Don't... Mm-mm. Listen.
1: Well you're always trying to throw me into the bus. i grew up on playstation so why are you taking the only like big game from xbox and just like no you're not allowed to talk no
0: i'm saying we know that we know (laughs) that they're coming so they're not surprises you're more than welcome to talk is there something you want to see from halo that we get you super excited because it will be on pc so you'll have complete access even though you don't have an xbox
1: yeah so i know a lot of people aren't excited for it and that makes me really sad personally love the campaigns though i've never been much of an online player i'm just now transitioning into that so maybe my ideas will change and maybe i'll play you know the online portion but i'm just excited for the campaign they're always the best
0: Mm. and i and and i understand why people are, are down on it halo 5 was uh was not was not good
1: Um, as far as, as far
0: as the campaign story, it was pretty bad. The multiplayer is one of the best multiplayers they've had, obviously, but they definitely need to come if, if they want to get Halo to be, I mean, Halo was there, right? You had Halo and you had Call of Duty and you had a couple other shooters, Battlefield and they were, that was the big three and Halo definitely is not in that subject anymore and they're definitely going to need to do some things to put them back there and they definitely need to you know i care about halo i'm 40 years old chris cares about halo you played Halo a little bit but the 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 15 to 20 year old group that the 10 to 20 year old group that's that's the group that they have to get to care about halo again with fortnite being popular call of duty is popular again you've got games like valorant coming out overwatch like if if call of duty or if halo ever wants to be successful again they have to make that group excited and make them care about halo the way we cared about halo chris when we were younger
1: true what i'm excited about is i don't know if this is Happened yet? But I know Xbox released that they're um, coming out with like mod capabilities through the Xbox, which I think is just like revolutionary because the fact that you know you can't get that through PlayStation. So that's just going to change so many games for console players. Yeah. So that's what I'm most excited about in that realm. If I were to ever go to a physical console again, you know, besides the PlayStation, PlayStation's that we had, that would that would make I think that would win me actually over PlayStation. So
0: oh that's I would love to see that. The only thing that makes me a little bit nervous is that the moment they start allowing modding on the Xbox, I get a little bit nervous about the uh ridiculous amount of hackers you'll start seeing in most of their you know we're we're very protected if we play console only things until we you know, do cross play yeah. with p c as far as hacking and cheaters, so that makes me a little bit nervous, but hopefully they they'll they'll keep that but as far as any predictions for you, Chris, what do you think is gonna happen for the Xbox Bethesda showcase? I mean, this so, this is supposed to be the end all be all. This is the showcase that Xbox fans have been waiting for for ten years. This is the one that's gonna shut Sony fans up and it's gonna put them in the conversation of they're there to stay going forward. This is supposed to but but we've said that for the last couple of years. So do you think that's actually gonna happen this year?
2: So, yes. For a couple reasons. From not even touching on Bethesda yet, we're going to get more about Halo Infinite. And as much as they love to tell us there's not going to be a Battle Royal, we know there's going to be a Battle Royal. And if they follow the track record of Halo 3 and the multiplayer in Halo 3, this Battle Royal will be the best one of all of them. It's going to blow everything out of the water if they, like, on what they used to do great, and just flood that, I think everyone's going to lose their mind over that. But also, what we got a little teaser of last year on the Unreal Engine was Fable. I think everyone is clamoring for an original Fable-type game, and what the little teaser we saw was awesome. And that was claimed to be in-game graphics because it's being designed for the Series X. It's not going to be...
0: And that's by the Forza Horizon team.
2: Yeah, that was running on the Unreal Forza-type engine, and that was gameplay. That wasn't called... They didn't say this is cinematic. They said this is gameplay footage.
0: Yeah, and you got to imagine... that's the the Microsoft side. And you got to imagine if Fable's coming... I mean, with them doing fable and perfect dark they cannot have another repeat of what happened with crackdown 3 they cannot bring back these yeah. titles and like fable if fable fable can't fail it's that simple like well, there's no, like, no way that game can release and be a flop or it is it is bad well, news they already did that. well you didn't they
2: like that did you that didn't, that didn't like that connect game with... no that thing was horrible <laughs> But the connect was horrible. It was a it was a great idea that was just bad in you know in uh how it was released. Um but I think of any even more as big as Halo is Fable was one of those games that opened up the gameplay to a lot more people, and like the scope of that game, if it's half of what we think it can be it's going to be insane
0: yeah i, I agree and, and then being a british studio you're still going to have the british humor i think they'll nail that yep. their their system obviously in Forza horizon the weather system that they have is is one of the best weather systems in any game i think you could see great on there now before we we let this go off too far i i don't want to have this show and not mention it at all especially any parents that are listening you know what what can my kids be excited about or what should you know anybody be excited about what what or if you're in a relationship is there a game coming from E3 that if i'm in a relationship am i going to lose my husband, my boyfriend, my wife, my girlfriend to for a significant amount of time to themselves i'm not talking about your your battle royale games, your halo games where you're playing with your friends but where they're going to shut the door and they want to be alone and they just want to disappear And the last time we probably saw something at this scale, it was probably Skyrim. So lo and behold, the same developer, Bethesda, which is now owned by Xbox. Everyone knows it's coming. Starfield. We don't know. Some people are saying it's going to come this fall. Some people think it's not going to come until next year. Uh, I do. I do think Jason is is he popped in the chat. They'll mention a little bit about Elder Scrolls six. I don't think too much. But Chris, what do you think Starfield is and what, you know, if someone was going to lose their significant other, this is this is the game when it comes out. I think this is the game that does it. So. To
2: touch on uh, actually what Vivan said, I think we're going to get Elder Scrolls six. I think we're going to be seeing a new Fallout. um, Teased. I don't think we're going to get too much on it, but I think that's going to get teased. Uh, For Starfield. I. Think we're going to get a mix of Star Fox, Rogue Squadron, and I think you take those three games, the three different elements of those games, and that's what Starfield's going to be. You're, gonna have your space dog fighting, you're going to have your space dogfighting, you're going to have your in depth storytelling of Mass Effect, and then you're going to have like a little bit more sci-fi-esque, like, Star esque like, Yeah, I think. I could be totally wrong. But I think those three games kind of meld into what this is going to be.
0: Jordan, are are you a a Fallout, Elder Scrolls, Skyrim player at all? Did you get into those games very much?
1: I'm not. I'm curious to hear what people think about um, a possible new Fallout. Wasn't the other one a letdown?
0: Uh, Fallout 76 was a, a pretty big letdown. It's a fairly good game now, but it was uh, definitely a huge letdown. So <coughs> um, yeah. I it would be interesting to see if they go back to the roots in Fallout. Or, you know, I actually... I'm going to go on the limb here, Chris. I think we're going to see a new Fallout, but it will not be made by Bethesda. I think because they're all under the Microsoft umbrella now. I think you're going to get a Fallout New Vegas style game made by Obsidian. I know that they're making a couple other games, but the studio's decent size. And if it's not Obsidian, hear me out. This is actually, you know what? I don't think it's going to be Obsidian. This is where I think the game is going to come from. The developers that make Wasteland, the Wasteland games. I can't remember which developer that is, but they're also under Microsoft there. If you've never played a Wasteland game, it's a little bit top down, almost got like some XCOM type elements to it, but it's still post-apocalyptic. It's the same vein. It is. I don't think it'll be made that way. I think it'll look. uh, I know Shadow's saying, please. No, I don't think it'll be made that way. I just think they're going to make they've already announced they're making a first person RPG shooter. They've already said that. So it's going to be made just like the Fallout. You know, I think it'll look the same. I just think it's going to be one of the best stories you've ever had because their storytelling is some of the best you'll you'll get.
2: To jump on your wild theory here, I would love, I don't think it's going to happen, but I would love a Dishonored
0: 3. That would be... That's Arcane Studios, right? Is that Arcane that makes Dishonored Yep. That is Arcane
2: <laughs> under Bethesda. Mm-hmm. And Dishonored one and Dishonored Two were amazing. Yeah. We haven't had anything from Dishonored related in five years now. I would I don't know, I don't think it will happen, but if they dropped a Dishonored like trailer, people would lose their minds because those games are awesome.
0: Yeah, no, I I think that would be a phenomenal phenomenal showing. As far as my my thoughts on Starfield, I want to go back to that a little bit. I actually kind of hope that it's a almost like a single player version of Elite Dangerous meets Star Citizen. I know those are very, you know, online, almost MMO focused type games. Uh, a lot of stuff, but if you know, Star Citizen, I, I do watch a lot of uh, people on Twitch play it. I can't do the keyboard and mouse thing. I'm not getting a It's Like, it, it's just so many key bindings. But if somebody was able to make a similar style game, first player or single player only, and put that on a console with using a controller, I think that would be a huge leap. And especially when you've got a game like Star Citizen that has basically been in development for 30 years, just taking everybody's money. Uh, i I think you could it could be super super exciting for the console base. Um, again, for anyone that is on PlayStation that thinks there's no way, microsoft's going to keep elder scrolls and starfield and a fallout and all that off of their system i can tell you this there's just it doesn't make sense you don't spend 7.4 billion dollars on a company and put your games on a competitor it just doesn't make sense especially when they're pushing game pass they would much rather see a sony fan get game pass on their tablet or their pc and play their games that way Then release those games. I think so. I think at this E3, I think Phil Spencer comes out there with Todd Howard and I think he finally says Bethesda Zenimax games going forward are 100% exclusive to the Xbox ecosystem. I think he'll say ecosystem because I don't think he's going to say Xbox console or the Xbox Series X because I do think that that leaves the door open. I don't know if it will ever happen. But if Sony can't figure out a way to make a competitor to Game Pass, I could see a world, maybe it's three, four years from now, where Game Pass is able to be played on your PlayStation. And the reason I say that is because there's already rumors about you being able to go to Best Buy within the next year and buy, like, you know, the Fire Stick version of Game Pass and just plug it into your TV. So if they're gonna sell that for fifty bucks, There's no difference than them just allowing that app to be on PlayStation. But they may say to Sony, you can have Game Pass on there, but we get 80% of the profit on any Game Pass subscription you sell. I mean, they're definitely... Yeah, I was
1: going to say, there's no way that they're going to do that now when they're still trying to push things like PS Now. Exactly, I can see if they're trying to cut a deal but yeah no I don't see I mean that.
0: there's no doubt in my mind that Phil Spencer hasn't picked up the phone and called Sony and Nintendo and said, "Hey, let's talk about putting Game Pass on your consoles." I'm sure he got laughed at and they they hung up the phone. But once these exclusives starts coming out, I mean the the talk has always been uh, Xbox doesn't have exclusive, Xbox doesn't have exclusives. And yeah, PlayStation's got six or seven great exclusives, but pretty soon Xbox is going to have 50 great exclusives. <laughs> And you know, and it is a business. And I, I, I do think that PlayStation is going to up their game. I think, I think all of their exclusives are going to be nines and tens. There's no doubt in my mind. I, I'm not a big God of War fan, or and I haven't played Last of Us. Unfortunately, I wish I could have. I just don't own a PlayStation to play it on. But those games are phenomenal, and and I and I think that they're going to continue to be phenomenal. Um, but my last, this is my. I'm going to throw this out there. There was rumors a couple months ago that something was in the works just like I talked about a sunset overdrive being on Sony. I think that Phil Spencer is going to announce with Hideo Kojima, a Microsoft sponsored game that will be exclusive to the Xbox ecosystem made by Kojima. Cause remember he is not under the Sony platform. They just published death stranding. <coughs> uh, so he is, he is an independent studio. He is free to do what he wants there was rumor that Phil Spencer was, was meeting with him multiple times. I think that they are going to announce his next game will be an Xbox exclusive, even if it's just a timed exclusive. But I think they will fund it. And I think they're there. I mean, Phil Spencer has said numerous times he wants to get into the Japanese market. I think this is the best way to go. And before I jump over to you, Chris, and get your thoughts, I don't want to disregard. I know that um, I think Red Harley up here was worried about a Senua game which is uh, Hellblade. Uh, yes, Hellblade is exclusive to the Xbox ecosystem, like I said, but if you have PC or you have Game Pass to play on your phone or tablet or however you want to play Game Pass games, it will it will come to Game Pass the, the day that, that, that uh, Hellblade 2 comes out. So, uh, Chris, any last thoughts with you before we leave for the evening? Jordan's going to fall asleep. She hates E3 that much. <laughs> um.
2: I I just, I don't agree with the exclusivity that you see, um, only because there has been no bigger advocate for cross-platform play than Phil Spencer. So, for him to be leading this charge to lock down, I just don't see that, and You buy Bethesda for $7.4 billion because the amount of revenue that they make by selling games on all these other platforms is so high. You'd be cutting your profit margin by two thirds if you're locking it down just to Xbox. Uh,
0: But he's not locking it down to Xbox. You can get it on Game Pass. You can get Game Pass. You can play on PC right but that
2: that won't change no i'm saying consoles you're you're literally cutting out two consoles in nintendo and sony you're cutting two-thirds of your profit margin because technically windows is in the microsoft planet so you can't break that out of the console ecosystem so you have microsoft's ecosystem sony and nintendo That. So you're cutting out two thirds of your. But profit these margin, games, these games that is are going to horrible too. business sense.
0: But Phil Spencer, Phil Spencer already said. Somebody asked him last year, "Can you make up that profit margin if you do not put your game on other platforms?" And he said yes. So he doesn't say that if he there's just there's just. I, I mean, we'll agree to disagree on this, Chris. There's just Being absolutely, in the hot yeah. There's there's no way that they put these games on PlayStation. I'm the only ones going on Playstations are the ones that were already under contract, which was I think Deathloop, and there's another game I can't think off the top of my head right now. There you'll probably see those at the PlayStation conference, but there's no way. It just a, no. I I just I know that he leads cross platform, but you know, I mean. You tell me that the next God of War is going to show up on Xbox, I'll believe that the next that Starfield's going to show up on PlayStation. I mean, Sony's been doing it. Oh, for... I
2: think there will still be exclusives, but I don't think it's going to be a full lockdown.
0: Which You don't think they'll they'll lock down everything bethesda Zenimax Studios to Xbox only? No. They,
2: like I don't see Elder Scrolls getting locked down to just Xbox.
0: Oh, I I yeah, I'm 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 saying that right now. I'm saying that they if you telling me that they're going to announce Elder Scrolls 6 at this conference, they're going to say and you can only play that in the Xbox ecosystem. Yeah, I don't see it. When is Listen. Well, let's let's we can make we need to make a bet right now. I'll be at your place for your wedding the very next weekend. <laughs> <coughs> let's have a bet. You tell me any bet you want to do right now. Jordan's here as our witness. Chat's here as our witness. What's what's our bet on this, Chris?
2: Well, let's see. I'm probably already going to be slapping you because Colorado's going to win the Stanley Cup. Um,
0: is that a slap so, bet? That is a slap bet. Oh, They're a homeboy. It's a slap bet and a hundred bucks. I know it's a hundred bucks. Oh yeah,
2: no, I didn't forget about that. Yeah. And you'll be here so I can actually get the money from you.
0: Oh the cup's to not leave leave gonna be month, the cup's not gonna be over
1: Wait, 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 wait. You're making this bet on stream. So it needs to happen on stream. The slap bet that we're talking about?
0: No, the slap bet's for a, oh, it's no, a no, hockey no, 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 It's a it's a bet back, like
1: No, it it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You brought it up now. It is now <laughs> in between us and the stream.
0: If if it he can <laughs>
1: If we don't Shadow, see this live, James I will riot. James
2: could not do a thousand crunches in an hour, <laughs> let alone 20 minutes.
1: <laughs> I can't do ten crunches in an hour. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yes, we will riot if we don't see this slap bet. Just letting you know now. It is official.
0: All right, uh, Chris, how about we do this? Right. We make a slap bet on this this right here, and we will, we will film it live on stream at your place uh, Friday night
1: is this against Twitch
0: So that will be that will I mean, be the, probably... that will be June 17th so we will know our answer on June 12th So on on Thursday night Yeah, Thursday night when I get there. Yeah. Thursday night when yeah. I get to your place. Okay. We'll 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 get on your computer. We'll log into my Twitch and we'll we'll do the slap bet whether it's you slapping me or me slapping you uh, on stream. And uh because I'm telling you there's no way Elder Scrolls 6 is is coming to PlayStation consoles. There's just no way. Chat, what do you guys think? Do you think Elder Scrolls 6 is coming to PlayStation, or do you think it sticks to Xbox ecosystem only? Now, I don't want to hear any loopholes. If, by the grace of God, Phil Spencer comes out there and announces that Xbox Game Pass is going to be available on a PlayStation console, you don't get to say that you won then. I want some So what some if he doesn't say anything
2: about the activity at all? He just says it's coming out. What's that? So, what if they just <coughs> announce Elder Scrolls coming out and don't even mention?
0: <coughs> I think they're going to say that all Bethesda games going forward are Xbox ecosystem exclusive. Okay. Yeah. No, I'll take that bet. And I'm specifically talking about versus PlayStation because there is talk that the PC version of games are no, also no, no, going to no, be no. able. No, 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 I'm talking no. about. I'm talking about PC. Like they're talking about like. You can get Halo on Game Pass through PC, or you can get it on Steam. So I believe that when I say Xbox ecosystem, they include PC gaming.
2: But you're also saying that no Bethesda games will come out for Nintendo either. You guys are I'm
0: similar. not saying that because there might be a partnership with Xbox and Nintendo. Oh, no, no, I'm no. I'm specifically talking about exclusive. PlayStation.
2: Xbox All, no xbox. <laughs> i said
0: yeah. no i said that they won't don't try to don't try to get like 90 coverage in this bet this is strictly between xbox and playstation elder scroll 6 will not be on playstation unless they have some sort of way to access game pass that's what i'm telling you
2: jordan you hear how he's flip-flopping now and he's changing what he's saying no. i know
1: he this doesn't want to get it on. It on no because
0: if chris slaps me he's gonna actually i'll probably be in the hospital no, because I ha- I can't hurt you too bad because you're in my wedding today. Yeah, you also can't leave your friends in Atlanta, but you've done that before too.
1: Oh, no one said I can't. Shots fired.
0: Jordan, listen, we took a trip to Atlanta from Montgomery, Alabama, which is a good four hours away, <laughs> and Chris left uh, no, me. It was a
2: two-hour drive. Two, two hour drive. two hours. Two hours there, hour two hours drive. back.
0: He left me in Atlanta by myself. We're in college. Exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been your episode of Parents vs. Gaming. Maybe we can get into that story another day. Uh, Chris, let's kick it over to you. Uh, where can people find you if they're interested in, in looking up looking you up? I know I put your Twitter handle there. You're pretty active on Twitter. I know you're a big uh, follower of uh, Sweet Tales and Tim the Tatman and that crew, but where where can people find you?
2: Uh, all platforms, because I was smart and locked down my username at a very early time, is Crash1869.
0: And uh, <laughs> Chris, besides getting ready for your wedding, is there anything uh, you got going on this week that, that you're excited about? Uh,
2: uh, this week, no. Um, it's my fiancé's sister's birthday today, so we're taking her out on Saturday, but like, nothing too crazy.
0: And Miss Jordan, I know you were a little bit quieter this episode than normal, but thank you for sticking mm-hmm. around with us. We're going to have some great topics that Jordan will be leading the way very soon for any of those that are like, well, how come Jordan didn't talk that much? I get that occasionally. People will just come to see you. Uh, but where can people find you? I know you're super excited. You are going full-time streaming basically starting today. Uh, so where? What, what kind of schedule are we looking at? Where can they find you? How can they get a hold of you? what are you going to be playing
1: for the next two weeks? I'm kind of just going to like sporadically stream either like full mornings or full like evening night shifts just to see um, where my audience will be. So um, don't feel the need to come to every single one or at every single time, please pick whatever works best for you, because that's what I'm trying to uh, determine right now Um, where my audience is. Um, just so I can, you know, uh, be dedicated to you guys. So I'm super excited, though. Um, I'll probably be streaming tomorrow morning. I will also be moving into my living room, so I could do really late-night streams, maybe up until the a.m., you know? That might, that might be fun and nice. Um, hearing that you never played Last of Us, I'm really tempted to mail you my my PlayStation 4, but I don't know if you deserve it. You're kind of a
2: traitor. James has a PlayStation 4. Don't I do.
0: You... I do have a PS4. I just don't have the game. It um... sits under my TV. It hasn't been. The last time I turned it on was maybe about four months ago. And I thought the thing was going to blow up. So I turned it right back off.
2: So while I. Do I... Why do I talk what to I you? What I want James to do. <laughs> I ask that every day. Uh, <laughs> I want James to put a heart monitor on. And play some scary games.
0: Well, it out. I'm playing a oh, scary me. game when Jordan's not too busy for me.
1: Sorry, I want to get a controller. We started Man Medan, which I'm excited. But I'm new to mouse and keyboard. Um, I, You know, obviously, my entire life was all on controllers. So Man of Medan is almost like um, Until Dawn and uh, Detroit, where you have quick time events. And I failed every mm. single one of them on mouse and keyboard.
0: <laughs> yeah, she it's may, like, she, we're halfway through the game right now, Crash, and I'm pretty sure she's probably on, in route of killing half of our cast.
1: Yeah, and I'm just sitting here nice. like I'm so frustrated. <laughs> one, we're streaming it, so it's so embarrassing. I'm just sitting here like I'm just not used to it. So I'm getting an Xbox controller this weekend. So next Wednesday, you will see me and James streaming that. So nice. Wait, what kind of controller
0: did you say you were getting?
1: An Xbox One, right? Oh, okay. I means. tried my my PS Five. <clears throat> it was not compatible. So
0: mm, just making sure which one was better. Um, oh so
1: my god, PS5 <laughs> is better, excuse you but it's not compatible So
0: uh, so I am You're the Gaming phones. Dad My name is James Ayers, you guys are welcome to find me on any social media platform under I am the Gaming Dad Don't forget we are still in the process of launching our new content channel and everything, it is last choice network website coming soon graphics coming soon uh that's where you can find us on youtube this this podcast episode and all of our podcast episodes video style will be on youtube under the last choice network you can find us there you can also find parents versus gaming on all of the podcast platforms around the world whatever you use i've i've synced them to all of them uh and everyone in chat, thank you. Thank you so much. People coming over from Jordan's channel. I know I saw a few more this time. Thank you so much for joining us. We're super excited. Just remember anything going to my channel as far as subs, follows, anything that you you donate or tip, it all goes to the Last Choice Network, which really helps uh, Jordan, myself and Jay, which is US Bobber. Uh, to build this platform up that we want to do. We want to have this network. We want to do a lot more exciting things for all of you guys that love watching us. And Jordan, of course, going full-time is, is going to help with that huge. And we're, we're super excited to have her up as a part of this. So thank everyone. Thank all of you so much for coming out. And like I said, if you, if you get a chance to leave a comment or leave a like on any of the podcast platforms, especially Apple or, or Spotify, it helps immensely. And we really, really appreciate that. So thank you guys so much for coming out. I hope everyone enjoyed the episode. If you have any questions, don't forget, you can email us parentsversusgaming at gmail.com. I will start putting out some updates and I'll make sure Jordan knows the updates for her channel as E3 schedules kind of roll out. We'll just kind of maybe put a link on our about pages on Twitch so you can just see the schedule if you're looking. Um, But outside of that, thank you guys so much for coming out and I will do the crunches that chat keeps asking me to do as soon as i sign off thank you everyone for coming out i really appreciate it and i hope everyone has a good night goodbye night all